What's up, everybody? This is Thomas Bahamas, and you are here for another episode of Solana Weekly. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're excited. This this is the bull run. Right? It's the bull market. We're in full swing with the crypto undeads hyping up the NFT market in these last two days, um, selling out a 10K PFP instantly. Solana is looking great. And yes, Jupiter is on its way at the end of the month. Um, confirmed token, looking forward to it. They already did a mock airdrop. That's, oh man, we're excited. Um, so yeah, we got a lot to cover. And it seems like uh, the Franklin Templeton uh, Twitter account uh, that has trillions under management has just recently hired an intern and they have taken to absolutely pumping our bags on Twitter. So um, I don't know what this is about, um, but I mean, they're going into detail about why they're bullish on uh, different different crypto ecosystems. So uh, one of them was on Solana. So we we love it. Um, but uh, but we'll dig into all of these and uh, see what we need to do to prep for this bull run. So starting out with the Solana price. So 101.78 is what it's looking like right now. Um, coming up to a little bit of resistance here. But, um, you know, I, I think that we're on a pretty clear path to 140. Um, you know, yeah, a lot of people seem to be calling for that. But that's just because that's that's the next level of real resistance, right? Like we're we've already kind of crossed through. Um, you know, we're kind of around that, they, they were calling it the round number theory around a hundred dollars kind of ranging. Um, yeah, we, you know, got down, uh, I think within the last week, the lowest that we hit was about 86 or 87. Um, and the high that we had, was about 108, right? So we're, we're ranging right between that round number, um, where, you know, if you really look at it, I mean, the next level of resistance is 140 and it seems like it's, it's, it's wanting to go up there. Um, it's probably not going to be up in one candle like we saw before, but also you never really know with Solana, you know, it catches a bid and it just goes wild. So, um, you know, I, I think that a realistic short-term goal would be 140. Um, and then if you look at it, I mean, there's really not much resistance after that, um, sending it up to 200. So, uh, looking, looking really good. Right. And I mean, I think overall the crypto space is, is looking pretty good. Um, you know, one of the, one of the things that was also going on today was Coinbase was actually um, in court today against the SEC. Um, and this, I think this had a lot to do uh, regarding, regarding securities. Um, you know, whether these assets were securities and it, it seems like Coinbase is just demolishing them um, in court. And it seems like the judge and the courts were definitely um, leaning towards uh, Coinbase, it seemed like they had a much better argument, and they. It seems like the judge was kind of arguing with with Coinbase for a lot of it. So, um, I, I I'd say that that would be really positive to get some regulative regulative clar clarity around um, the securities issue, right? Because in, in some of the lawsuits that came up, um, you know, especially against Ripple, and I think against Coinbase. They actually labeled, I think, even ETH a security, right? So it's ETH, Soul, and a few other, um, few other coins that they they labeled as securities. So to get them, you know, to get that off, you know, off kind of like the radar would be huge. So um, I think that we're setting up for a pretty good um, next couple months here. So you know, I I'm excited. Um, and we look at Soul ETH, we're doing really well as well. You know, kind of kind of chopping around this range here. Um, 
which is good, right? I mean, ETH has caught a little bit of a bid. It's looking good. Um, finally, you know, wel welcome to the party. Um, but you know, we're kind of chopping around. We're holding, we're holding our own with it. Um, you know, compared to last week, we're, we're right around even, right? So, um, I, I still think that we do see this go up, um, considerably, you know, I like that point one mark, uh, but we'll see how it goes. Um, now when we head over to Soul BTC 0 0.00238, pretty, pretty similar where we're, we're kind of ranging with it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'll take that. That's not bad at all. I mean, Bitcoin's in all mainstream news right now, right? So um, it's crazy to hear, you know, all the TradFi. Jamie Dimon was just um, on the news talking about Bitcoin, and he said Satoshi is going to raise the limit from 21 million Bitcoin. So, you know, I <laughs> these are the people that, um, you know, are are running the show. And, you know, you could tell that they don't have um, as much knowledge as you would expect them to, um, you know, especially someone as polarizing as him, who is, you know, I think they've applied for an ETF or they're going to be having their platform. I know that they have their own blockchain, um, but then we'll go on the news and say that Bitcoin's are really only used for fraud and for uh, like funding terrorism. So it's, it's really, um, you know, who knows what his end game is there, but it, it's interesting. But, you know, like I said, Bitcoin ETF, all over everything, um, you know, tons of flows. I think total $4.5 billion has flown into these ETFs. You know, a lot of this is going to be out of the GPTC um, trust. Well, I guess it's no longer a trust. It is an ETF now because it is redeemable. However, <laughs> you know, Grayscale had, um, you know, it was such a terrible product because it actually had 2% fees per year on it. So, um, you know, the ETF fees for each of the actual ETFs are super low. It's like less than a percent for some of them, less than, I actually don't even know exactly what they are, but it's like extremely low, it's basically free. Um, and and some of those are gonna raise after, but GBTC left there, I think they left theirs at 1.5%. So um, you'll see, you know, nobody wants to pay that per year. I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty high rate um nobody wants to be paying that per year but they don't have to right so funds will move out of it and i think um grayscale will hold on to you know whatever fees they can get that way um i also hope that that is going to kind of lead towards uh you know the ETH, the grayscale eth trust pumping more um i am a holder a bag holder and would love to unwind that so um we hope that that comes next now um Moving over to what's been going on in Solana. So uh, the crypto undead NFT drop, right? So this was um, probably the biggest, most hyped mint that we've had in the last little last little while, probably the last few months that I can think of. Um, and it, it re went really well, right? Pre-sales were out. Um, I got a few pre-sales through Quex um, and it, it crushed, um, right? Like, you know, they, they instantly sold out um, and opened at around 20 soul. So, um, you could have sold at 20 soul, you know, I didn't really look into it too much. Like, I don't know that much about the project. I know it's, it's run by a punk named, uh, I don't even remember his name. Um, so it's yeah, run, run by a punk and he's, uh, you know, he, he's making a bunch of noise. He, he brought the hype to this and, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see it go to the moon, right? We, you know, it's a 10,000 um, or 10K project, right? So it's 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 big. Um, 
So what they did was they airdropped, well, I guess the pre-sales airdropped, the rest minted and they made, they made it out super quick, uh, but they airdropped you tombstones. So uh, you hang onto these tombstones and then there'll be a reveal. I guess there's even another stage where there the eye there will be eyes on your tombstone. The different colors represent different rarities. So there's going to be kind of like a gamified uh, reveal. Um, you know, the it's kind of it's always kind of the um, you know the the awkward in between stage where it's you know we got these pre sales for two point five soul right. So to open at twenty, you know, I was looking at five. I was like, wow, should I just sell them all? No, I want to see the art. No, I want to do this, do that. Um, you know, and then FUD comes out about this. Some people didn't get their drops. And now I think they're sitting at about 11 souls. So, um, you know, in these type of situations, I like to just kind of hold and see it. Um, you know, hope I'm into rare, but I don't, I don't know if that's how other people still think about it. Um, but it, it's fun, right? It's, uh, it's hyped. Um, you know, I, th I think there's a lot of eyes on it and, you know, it'd be great to see them do well. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, my, my bags are packed, so let's, let's get those to the moon. Um, yeah, I, I th I'd say either way, I think this brings some hype to NFTs on Solana. Um, and I would, you know, it'd be good for the space if this actually went up um, considerably. I think, you know, people that do take profit will likely buy into other NFTs. So uh, might do a little boom for the NFT space. So um kind of bullish on that you know it, there might be some I, I mean there's been a little bit of a pullback in a lot of projects on soul anyways so you know anything we could do to bring those back would be great um you know there is kind of a repricing because you know we had a, a bit of like a an nft bear market and during that time you know the price of solana has gone up you know over 2x so um, are people pricing them in, in USD? Um, cause they might still be up. Um, or is it going to be back to Solana? Like the, uh, prime example of this, I'd say is the famous foxes. They're at like 16, 17 soul where, you know, they were, they were pushing 50. They got up. I mean, I think they even got up to 90 soul at one point. Um, but they, I don't know. I think they're, they're releasing another project. And I mean, they have a, a massive treasury. They just, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, but they have just been taking a beating. Um, and, you know, is it people, uh, you know, putting that value in dollars? So maybe the dollar value hasn't actually gone up, you know, too much and they're not actually down. Um, but I don't know. It's it's interesting. Uh, so I'd, I'd like to see that turn around. Um, but it's a fun time in the space as always. Uh, we got a launch of the new Solana phone, right? So... I aped it, um, you know, a little bit cheaper, um, and maybe it'll be a little bit easier to use. Um, either way, you know, you know, seeing how the first phone went, I think it uh, financially makes sense to buy, and I want to keep supporting them, right? Even if it flops and we don't get 10k airdropped right away, it'll be a great hardware wallet. Um, you know, I uh, always have fun kind of figuring these things out, and I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, I actually got my, um, you know, I got a second, uh, Solana phone as well just recently. So kind of setting it up and, and, um, getting, claiming all the airdrops going through that whole process was a ton of fun. Um, so I, I like doing that. And I think that, um, 
I don't know, I, you know, using a ledger or using different hardware wallets, they're so like, they're not intuitive to use, right? So if I wanted to, I don't know, have some, you know, crypto available for my wife to access or something along those lines, like that just seems like a way easier way to do it than, you know, have it stored in a treasure, you know, at a bank somewhere. So I don't know. Um, I, I think there's going to be some advantages to having, um, you know, first of all, it'd be a hardware device that's interactive. But second of all, like it's going to be like tailor fit for Solana, right? Where, um, you know, a lot of times Ledger, even on the Ledger Live app, won't show uh, all my other tokens, doesn't show my NFTs. So it's, it, you know, sometimes that question like, oh, no, where did it all go? And then I just have to close Ledger Live um, and look at Soulflare or or phantom where it'll show everything, but that's, you know, that's, uh, it always kind of scares me a little bit. So to have it be more Solana native, I think is huge. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I'm excited, you know, I, I bet there will be airdrops. I already confirmed, um, quite a few. So, um, why not? Right. And with my new phone that I just got, I added a new line of helium. So you get that one month free. So uh, I'm doing move to earn with that. And uh, I think I already cleared uh, the $20 for the month that I needed to in the last few days. So, um, you know, they're still still pumping out those mobile tokens. The value of mobile tokens keeps going up. Um, and, I you know, I just can't get over how good this whole experience is. Um, you know, I, I'm holding some HNT tokens and I want to get one of those 5G towers. Um, so I... Yeah, Helium's great. I mean, Deepin, Deepin's really rocking. Um, and you know, speaking of Deepin, um, another another news drop was that uh, Honey, the token for Hive Mapper, which is also a Deepin project, where you have a dash cam and you record where you drive and then upload it uh, and get tokens for a reward for that. Um, they just got uh, traded. They're tradable on Coinbase today. So um, Coinbase is venturing into the SBL tokens, and uh, you know I know that Binance is as well. I think with the dog with hat uh, token might be going on one of them soon too. So um, we're seeing we're seeing some action, um, and I think that those tokens are just going to keep going up. Um, so it's it's good to see. We like it. Um, yeah, so more on the the Jupiteri. So Jupiter is, um, you know, it's like it's just like the hype cycle that they're going on right now. I feel like Meow is uh, he's like the main dev there, and uh, you know everything he's doing right now is awesome. Um, he's kind of like a, a badass dev, kind of like doesn't hold any anything back and just kind of talks talks shit on the on the timeline. Um, but one thing they did is they're kind of testing their platform. They released an airdrop called MockJupe, just to mock the Jupiter airdrop. Um, and like the token was worth zero. It kept keep saying it's not going to be worth anything, but it's up, you know, a bunch. So you got you get a few bucks if you airdropped it. Um, my like conspiracy theory on this is if you hold the MockJupe um, and when you actually claim your Jupiter, there might be some sort of, sort of multiplier. Um, just because he he is talking a lot about like community, right? So he wants it to be interactive. There's going to be multiple airdrops. Um, there's going to be, you know, chances for voting, chances for um, really growing, like his goals to grow the ecosystem. Is it 
by 10. He wants to 10x the ecosystem and then um, then they'll start doing rev share. Um, so he, he's really thinking big picture and he's really been open about the whole process. Um, so, and I mean, the airdrop's going to be massive. It's a billion, I think people keep calling it the billion dollar stimulus. So um, I wouldn't rush to sell all of them um, just because, I mean, Jupiter is like the best like business or like the best protocol on Solana, right? So to have a piece of that, I th- I'd say is good. Um, you know, maybe maybe have uh, some wallets that you keep that you don't sell anything on, or maybe just hold them all, right? I mean, you know, we, like we saw with Jito, if you instantly sold, uh, I think that opened around a dollar fifty, a dollar seventy. I mean, that that token shot up over four bucks for a little bit, right? So, um, and you know, Jito's coming back. Now, right? I think it dropped down under two for a little bit and it's back up close to three. Um, I, I think we might see that with Jupe too, right? Yes, there's going to be people taking profit right away, but, um, you know, I, I don't think you need to do that, right? Like, this is going to be a good token. This is going to be, you know, a, a good experience. And, you know, if you're in it for the long haul, I bet you can, you know, I bet you get rewarded for it. Um, so it might be one of those tokens that you just hold the airdrop and if it does dip, you buy some more. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking, um, for it. Um, and then I, I wrote down some reminders for myself, uh, for the bull market prep, right? Um, you know, the bull market comes, tokens are flying. It's hard to fall asleep. It's hard to do everything. Um, you know, I'm not going to follow a lot of these, but I just wrote them down. I figured I might as well just share them. Um, so I said, sleep is still necessary. Um, you know, I don't think I've ever made a good trade. <laughs> you know, when you're just like eyes are drowsy looking at the looking at the charts, I, I just feel like you got to cut it off at some point. Like, you know, I, I j- it's just not worth it. Um, I still say health is incredibly important, both physical and mental. Um, I'd say the the shiny objects, the ones that everyone's are talking about in the timeline. Um, they will go up and down. Don't be caught holding the bag. Um, you know, you really don't need to hit them all. Um, you know, you don't want to divert your attention too much and be thinking about your mom coin when, um, you know, it's already past its point and Solana's going up crazy, right? Um, you know, you focus your attention on what matters. And, um, I, I think that's, uh, you know, you really don't need to hit them all and keep your high conviction and, you know, most of your portfolio in like your high conviction bets and keep those, you know, in a place that you can't really touch them easily. Right. Um, keep them in the, in the ledger that you don't have at the house or, um, something along those lines. Um, another good, good plan is just to set targets, right. You know, whether that's sell limit orders that are already set preset or just alerts on trading view, um, kind of have a plan and execute. You know, I, I think that not having a plan gets you to the point where, uh, you know, you you hit the top and you ride it all the way down type of thing. You know, as you can see, you look at any of the charts when they're in a bull market, it goes up and it comes down, right? So, you know, there is going to be a point where you are going to need to take some profit. I'm not saying exit completely, but, um, you know, the, we're, we're in this to kind of make some money. So we might as well. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say, you know, one piece of advice, this is a Kobe advice was, uh, people always buy too quick on the way up and sell too slow on the way down. 
so once kind of the music's over, uh, recognize that. Uh, always take some profits, you know, a couple percentage here and there. You hit a good trade, um, you know, take, take a percent out. Uh, don't, I, I feel like when you have too much on the line, it's, it's hard, you know, kind of get in the way of uh, clear thinking. Um, you know, speaking of that, if it's life-changing money, you know, take a big portion of that out. Uh, most people will start acting extremely irrationally, irrationally uh, with, you know, access to too much money too quickly. Uh, and especially with, with crypto, especially with Solana, right? Solana's got the hot money problem where it's like, you can move it, you can send it, you can do anything with it so quickly that, um, you know, it almost feels like it's, it's too fast, right? Where, you know, sometimes you do need to slow it down, especially after a big win. Um, chart your largest holdings versus Bitcoin, not just the dollar. Um, I, I feel like, Bitcoin's definitely going to move big at some point. So we, we want to, you know, stay, keep that top of mind um, and really like curate the news that you're taking in. Right. So um, the inflow of news can be crazy. And especially during a bull market, um, you know, actually, actually do some research. If you're going to do a good chunk or put a good chunk in anything, um, you know, the, the motives of people on your timeline are to make money for their bags. So, you know, a lot of times they're just shilling their bags and we'll be exiting as soon as you're buying. Um, so, you know, you got to recognize that for what it is. Um, watch out for the for you tab, you know, for, have some good lists curated. Um, I like to also have um, kind of like some podcasts that, you know, never really get into like the exuberant mindset. Uh, my favorite one for this is LedgerCast uh, every Friday. Um we got uh, Nocturne and Ledger Status um, on the on the line. They they talk. They talk pretty reasonable. They usually talk macro. Um, usually, mainly talk about Bitcoin and ETH, and then um, some other, you know, whatever else is interesting. I, I find that they're like extremely reasonable. So if I'm like over the top, like frothy, you know, like this going to the moon, and they're just kind of, you know, like well, you might have another couple percent up and. You know, I find like that like brings me back a little bit. Um, so find something that centers you. Um, you know, if you're just listening to spaces all day long and it's just just YOLO people trying to talk about the moon all the time, you know, that's where your mindset's going to be. So it's worth worth having someone to kind of like counter that. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> uh, don't click links. Scams a bit better. Um, you probably won't catch the exact Pico top or bottom. Uh, just get near it. You're doing better than most. Um, and one that I've been trying to do is understand your strengths and uh, like what got you here. Um, you know, it it likely wasn't like wildly high leverage positions or wild meme coin bets. Uh, usually, what it is, is holding quality coins for a while um, that hit those multiples, right? Like, you know holding Solana from $8 to now is a great hold, you know, it, just because you've leveraged traded a couple other things that that was more of a distraction, right? That, that, uh, recognizing, um, what you did and how you got there is good. Um, you know, my strengths has always, has always been holding, uh, for far too long and kind of recognizing that things are bets. So I, I never put too much into, you know, a, a meme coin or, or an NFT um, just because it you know, kind of comes from like the poker mindset of like, 
you know, you never buy into a tournament or a cash game with more than you can't throw away. Right. So, you know, never more than like 1%, 2% of the portfolio um, on a single play. And that keeps you in the game. Right. So I I think that is important. Um, And I think that you can do that and, you know, have have a great time for this bull market. So, so yeah, I mean, all that's just kind of advice that I've uh, accumulated and wanted to retell myself, right? Uh, you know, hoping hoping to take that with me into this battle. Uh, you know, we, we've got a massive opportunity on our hands and, uh, you know, it kind of seems like we still are early, right? Like the trad fight's coming, um, you know, they, it's, they're kind of recognizing what's going on right now and they're, they're coming to join the party. Um, my plan's pretty easy, right? Hold and stake soul. Target's 400, hold bonk until 10 billion market cap. Probably won't make it all the way up there, but, uh, or I won't hold all the way up, but I mean, 9 billion would be great. Uh, plan on increasing soul holdings through other soul tokens, um, especially those listed on Coinbase. Um, hold some Gito, hold Juke. Um, kind of stay, keep it light on NFTs. Um, you know, probably not going to get into too many more. Um, or at least try not to, right? Maybe some more pre-sales, um, but, you know, if, if it's a hype mint, you know, I like, like to be in those. Those are fun. I just love NFTs too. So um, I'll be in those. Kind of been looking at a Kumpai Panda um, as a long-term play, but still hold what I have, right? Hold the Quacks, hold the Famous Foxes and a few others. Um, you know, something that kind of resonated with me is at the end of uh, the year, I was like, all right, I really need to, you know, harvest some tax losses. Um, so I talked to my, my tax guru and, uh, he was like, all right, you know, I'm probably down, um, on NFTs. Like, should I, what should I do? What's the strategy? It, it was just a, a very simple, uh, just get rid of all any NFTs you don't plan on holding or you don't want to hold. So <laughs> kind of like maybe think about, uh, you know, my, my whole NFT bag, um, and essentially, I just wanted to get rid of a lot of them. Um, I, I don't think I actually harvested as many losses as I thought because, you know, it's based on the dollar value, right? So, you know, you bought something for one or 10 soul and sold it for two. Um, you know, if the difference in the cost of soul was uh, enough, then that you might have just broken even. But you have the capital back now, Um because you know you're not holding something that you don't want. Like I just had a bunch of NFTs sitting in a wallet that I called my rug wallet, where I could have gotten rid of those and marked down a bunch of um, a bunch of value that I lost. Um, so, you know, I, I got to give a shout out to um, the man Crypto Tax Sucks on Twitter. Um, he's he's great. He's based in Australia, but he does really good work. He's got a team involved with him. I mean, I just like send him. Um, you know, the, the program that I connected my wallets to, and there's, you know, over 10,000 transactions in there and him and his team whip it up, give it to me. So it's, it's fantastic. They, they, um, yeah, it saves me a ton of stress, does amazing work. Um, but definitely reach out to him if you got some issues. Um, other than that, you know, I <laughs> got to bring up, got to bring up our SMBs. So the Salon of Monkey Business Gen 2s are down bad. Um, looks like they hit 70 soul. They're sitting around 75 right now and gen three sitting at about seven. So, 
I had a shit post in my mind. I didn't send it. Uh, it was in the drafts uh, where <laughs> how hilarious it would be if Gen 3 would flip Gen 2. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's not going to happen, but I bet the ratio goes up from, you know, 1 to 10 to something like 1 to 5 or um, something around there. Uh, and the reason, I mean, if you think about it, like you get all the perks of the Gen 2s and none of the downside. Right. Like you don't have to vote or like participate in governance if you have the Gen 3s because you can't. Uh, you can't go into the Gen 2, the Gen 2 chat, which is terrible. Um, and, you know, you're only paying one tenth the cost right now. Right. So um, the Gen 3 team got fired, so they're not going to make any crazy big um, announcements or changes to it. Uh, I think the art's better. Uh, the supply got reduced. They finally burned those barrels. So it went from 15K to 10K. And, uh, yeah, you don't have like a, a massive, uh, investment in that's sitting in the hands of a group of people that are kind of there working against themselves. Um, <laughs> you know, I, it's, I was thinking about that and then it's like, you know what, SMVs are awesome. The Gen 2s are great. Um, it's just, you know, they, they can't get it together right now. They will though. Uh, so it'll come around, but, uh, I thought that would be funny to bring up. But yeah, I mean, other than that, we, we, I'm, I'm pumped, you know, I'm going to see what these undeads do when they, when they reveal, um, uh, I'm going to get a one-on-one, uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, like I'm, I'm prepping for these airdrops. There's a few other ones that I'm looking into and, uh, I, I think we got a lot coming. So, um, let's, let's hit this bull market hard. Let's, uh, let's get that, let's get that bread and uh, I'll catch you guys next week.